Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Where did it begin? I'm very interested because I, I think that some people think you were born decorating and maybe you are but you, that you st- this is all you've done all your life so if you can tell us the journey to Boaz what has that journey looked like and please go tell us the story okay. thank you um, yes I get asked that a lot of a lot of the time so Tash is originally from Malawi and um, I have roots in a lot of countries because my father, my father was exiled from Malawi even before I was born. And that's how the connection to Uganda. I've lived and grown up in a lot of countries. In, in Kenya, I was born in Uganda, uh, but spent a lot of my education in Kenya. I was in Botswana. And um, it all began uh, at high school level. I was extremely, I'll say very good at art, very, very good at art. And um, I think I was at a teenage age and stage where you didn't value or you don't value what what your giftings are. And I, I believe also without the direction of the teachers, the education system. And so I had a choice. I could either choose commerce or I could choose art. Art required that I would have to go to school on Saturday. Now, as a teenager, nobody wants to be going to school on Saturday. So I flipped and said, all right, I'll do the commerce. My teachers actually insisted and called in my parents and said, Natasha is so good, we would like to give her the opportunity to do both. If she wants to commerce and do art, let her do both. Um, I still bailed out. Because of Saturday. Because of my Saturday. (laughs) Because of my Saturday. So commerce then took me into a different area. And that's how um, we moved to Botswana. My father was a lecturer of literature. He's a poet. He was an ambassador. So I ended up doing a BCom. And um, did my business administration. So for many years, I actually have been in management of of companies. I returned back to Uganda with my family, my husband, over 20 years ago, and fell, a lot of people don't know, I have worked with telecom, it's amazing. I worked with uh, UTL, I was the general manager of paging services. I always look back at my life and say, oh my gosh. So there was paging services. Who remembers the beepers? Who remembers? Yes. So I worked with paging services. I was a general manager. And from there then, I, I've, I've always pioneered. I've actually been a pioneer. In came MTN Publicom. I was the finance and admin manager of MTN Publicom. And uh, from then came in the mobile phones. That was UTL Mango. Tasha, I'm sorry, people are really struggling to see you as a finance manager. I know, I know. know. So 
Then mango. Then mango. Then mango. Do you guys remember mango? Yes, remember mango. <laughs> with yes. a lady with fruits on her head. Yes. yes. So that was all telecom. But I like to say that within that time, um, God found me. I, I would not say that I have grown up with a dream of interiors and and putting places together. I was good at that, it was in me, being a, a wife, a homemaker, all right, I had a beautiful home, I put things together, but it's people that came and saw it in me and picked me out. Uh, it actually didn't start with interior design, it actually started with events and decoration of weddings. Wow. Yes. And uh, I remember my first client and couple that just walked, came home and said, Tash, you are doing our wedding. Mm -hmm. And I thought, how do people do weddings and decorate and everything? And I remember that at that wedding, my boss at the time was a guest. And he took a glance at me and he said to me, Tash, if you resign, because it was beautiful, it was beautiful, very creative. And so from there, I began to have a lot of people would say, Tash, can you come and do our home? Can you come and do this office? And I found myself falling into who I say I really was called to be. Uh, with time, it grew and began to expand with a lot of projects I was working on. And um, with the uh, pushing of my husband, he said, you know, Tash, I think at some time you're going to begin to have bigger projects and people calling you in and they'll be asking you for your credentials and mm -hmm. your papers and all of that. So I think we need to professionalize that. Mm -hmm. And that's when I made a decision to say, all right, I'll do a course in South Africa, which I did for two years. Wow. Yes, which I did for two years. And uh, I like to say, yes, that's as I began to evolve and grow. But I still remained at the admin and general manager and managing properties. So I know that we were sidebarring and had a conversation before. It's amazing. During the Chogam period, there was a lot of properties and hotels coming up. And um, again, uh, a friend calls me up to one of his men, uh, apartment development, says, Tash, can we, do you think we can find a, a GM, somebody to manage this property? And I looked, 21 apartments, I'm a good homemaker, I put a place together nice, I can set it up, times 21. Wow. <laughs> I can do this. And that's how I fell into property management. I have managed properties. <laughs> Tash, I have managed properties. <laughs> wow. So, yes, yes. I love this story because... It's, I, I, what, I, what I hear in your story is a lot of faithfulness and excellence where you are. It's not like you are waiting to do the thing you wanted to do. The thing you were doing was the thing you were doing at the time and you did it excellently. But yet somehow you ended up here. So what happened between 
no i'm not doing art because i need my saturday wow what a decision and then you know parents i hope you can tell why, why some of your children are making certain decisions they need a little, a little nudge it's it's just saturday is an important day for young people school uh so what happens between that and how do you get what, your heart because your heart was still into art okay but between that and boas what brings you to the space of okay leaving what was really comfortable what was paying you well what you still enjoyed because you kept saying to me look for me it's still organization that it's still that you are organizing finances you are organizing companies you are and even spaces now it's that you're organizing spaces although when i walk into the spaces i don't really see necessarily organization i see beauty I see magnificence all the spaces that you touch touch but tell us what happens what draws you to the place of saying I'm going to leave all this behind and create something from scratch because earlier when you were managing other people's things but now you are creating your thing which is Boaz tell us a little bit about all that right. so at the point when I was doing the property management I was juggling too I still was doing my interior design and doing the property management but the property management profile began to grow and then stifle my area of of the design and the interiors and um i began to sense a discomfort uh-huh. the discomfort then came i i would also like to take you a few steps back i've taken this step twice Um when I left Mango on UTL I thought I can do this with the interior design. So I took the step of faith at the time my husband who's a dental surgeon was setting up a dental clinic. So I thought all right this is a space that I can help him set up with my skill admin. So I did that but still did my interior design. Now I like to share as I look at my journey that I know and I know and I know that where you are called God has prepared there is a path that God has set for you in which everything that is required is already ahead and there for you it is for you to walk and along that path to meet what is set for you the project that landed the first amazing and i say that just pushed me and um stretched me was i landed on a property a wonderful residence in kololo that um the architect had kind of abandoned so what you have is you have contractors you have a team and you have a client who's stuck and says can you do this can you take this on and i stepped in and with my organization skills and uh, my eye to color and everything i supervised a team for one year wow. from contractors to paint to color to having a container that had tiles that i had to sort out and think okay let's put this here and let's do this and i give thanks because i believe that was just um a push uh that was beginning to train me for big and more yes yes so having done that then as you ask and say tash 
how did you finally come to the place of I've got to do this? But, but Tash, before you go there, yes. so you said you've done this twice. Yes. That means that you, you started. Yes. And then, yes. Yeah? And, yes. Then, and then stopped. Yes. And why? Why was there that stop before the so, start again? Because there's people who have probably stopped. Yes. You, had a, you had someone who Pastor Jeremy talked about before that they want to restart their snack business from scratch. And sometimes that, the restart can be a very tough one. So if you could tell us about, about that journey. That. Yes. For me personally is fear. Yeah. Um, you have this constant and check that comes in security that you are scared to let go of because of the unknown. Mm-hmm. And um, I had to make that decision. There is a time when a wonderful lady came in to worship harvest to visit. Her name is Caroline Marsh. Yes. Caroline Marsh turned me around. And one of the questions she asked, she said, who are your partners? Who are your Boazes? And I sat and I thought, wow, now wow. it's time to start and set myself up. But let me look for partners. Yes. Let me start this thing. I'm going to find someone who'll manage the finance and who wants to come in with me. And boy, did I round up <laughs> my friends, the ones I knew I could partner with. Yes. And it is so amazing. In as much as I have relationship with these people, in as much as they love me, after that meeting, I end up with, after a while, after the meeting, one by one, they come out and say, Tash, I've had second thoughts, for whatever reason. And I have a close friend who came, the finance guy, and he says, Tash, you don't need me. You know what to do. You can do this on your own. I will stand by you. I will support you. I will walk with you. You can do this on this on your own. And it's at that time that I took a step back and I seeked and I asked the Lord and I said, so what is this about partners? Yeah. And the Lord said, Tash, I am your partner. Wow. I am your partner. Yes. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people ask and say, where does Boaz come from? Why Boaz? Um, Boaz represents Jesus, the kinsman redeemer. Yes. The Lord is a redeemer of time. The Lord is a redeemer of everything. I am a testimony that it's never too late. It is never too late. And for what God purposed and placed in my hand, I can say that I now walk and I am walking the calling. And so that's, that is what Boaz is all about. That is what Boaz is all about. Yeah. Uh, Tash, one of the things that I know about you is that you cannot, you can't say so much before you get into purpose. And it's so close to your heart, even right now, about Boaz. And, you know, George Eliot says that it's never too late to be what you could have been is what you have had you say even right now to the person watching, that sometimes you feel like you're out of time because you spent a lot of your time and energy and resources building what seems like it was for others. And though that's also part of just being a kingdom builder, it's not only about building what we have started. But so you begin the journey of Boaz. 
earlier on we were having a chat with 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 Pastor Chris Kawesa who's going to be joining us eventually and he was trying to he was opening your eyes to the fact that you employ way more people than you are probably aware of so if you can tell us now about Boaz so when did it start how many people are on the journey how many clients let's first get a bit into the numbers how many clients are you serving um have you served you know so far and how many people are you directly and indirectly employing and 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 helping to give hope and something to 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 work with so very interesting interestingly um i think if you went out or if i circulated my cards around town boas i don't think many people would so who's boas yeah. uh thanks to komara and jeremy i can appreciate that um as far as branding is concerned um there's a business branding and there's a personal branding yes tash is a brand tash is a brand tash is a brand that's for sure yes yes and tash's brand comes with values i come with excellence with detail responsibility i will deliver i will execute those are my values and yeah. i will do that so it gives me um i wouldn't say comfort but confidence that boaz just boaz is the passport i can carry <laughs> the passport i can carry um i like to say that i am a storyteller when it comes to design my strength of which i have now identif- identified is to conceptualize So whether it is a space whether it is a function whether it is an event whether it is even on paper I actually design stationery that's um if you look at Boaz we say we're everything creative throw me there I will do it so um I love and I have seen that my strength lies there I will conceptualize So God's given me a way of extending myself by putting the story together. I've worked with government, I've worked with residents, I've worked done hotels. So what I do then is put that story and create a blueprint. This is what it's going to look like. And then look for the people that will execute that story. Yeah. So if for instance we're working on an office who is going to supply the furniture so we have a lot of companies I work with and collaborate with you have Nina Interiors you have B plus you have Firenze you have Noor who does all my lighting for me so basically those are my partners, partners and the people that I collaborate with and what makes it easy for me and easier is that then with me and my little briefcase that I carry for Abba Father and my 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 color chart I move I find these people and I like to say that then the supplier um links and works directly with the client yes. and I come in as a consultant so it is easy for me and um I would like to say to to a lot of people that where you are we have we have a tendency to want to compare ourselves with 
everybody in line with our business. I want yep. to do it like that. Yep. I am comfortable and know how and where I have been called to run my business and how to do it. So it allows me to get on a project, find my partners, execute and step out yes. and move. Um, on my team next to me, I have um, my assistants and team. I have actually two, I would say, two constants who are with me, who are growing with me, who I'm mentoring. A lot of people like to call them protégés. I don't have protégés because I believe that everybody is an individual and has their gift. It is not my place to multiply myself into somebody. It's just my place to share and teach and you become the best of who you are. So that's how I look at it. Wow. Yeah. There's lots of, of, you know, passion about mentorship when it comes to yes, you, Tash. Every time I have a conversation with you, you're thinking about how to... I even know that you started something with Boaz, with some ladies I found out who you started to, you know, to teach and about homemaking and, and just beautifying their spaces as well. So then my next question is about some of your most satisfying but also most challenging times in building this brand. Because I know that interior deco and design and, 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 and building spaces in terms of beautifying is not something very old that has been, in, at least in Uganda, in terms of being accepted as something worth venturing into or something that people could even respect. It's much like the arts as well, generally, that it was one of those things which I didn't even know people did. Like, you found a space beautiful and somehow you thought, ah, I don't know how, but it worked. Or some of us probably even thought we can do it. We don't need to pay someone so much money to come and make this place. I can do it. Just painting, painting here and there and putting things around. And then you try and realize uh, maybe it's a skill. So on your journey of make, building this, because someone the other day said to you and I was present that, Tash, you may not be aware, but you're a reference point in this nation when it comes to that area of interior deco and design and beautifying spaces. So your journey, on the journey, what have been some of your most satisfying and most challenging parts of your journey? Yeah. So I do have specific and amazing stories that I'd love to share. One on, um, one on the events and one on the interior design. On the events, I was involved in, um, at the Chogam time, we had like dinners that were hosting heads of state. I had a challenge of setting up two in one day. You're talking 1,000 guests. So you have lunch and then you're going to have to roll out and do a dinner for the next. When I remember that, I had a team of 30. We set up for the lunch, but had only an hour to switch over for the dinner. Every time I look back, I remember the GM of Sheraton Hotel with the team, with the waiters, with the staff, with Tash, with her 20 people running around, turning over, setting tables, moving. 
And for me, when I look back, I have enjoyed and seen the joy and when you, you talked about excellence and doing things, there's nothing like working on a project and seeing everybody get involved from the painter to the carpenter because you begin to see a picture being put together from start to finish and there's nothing like that fulfillment. But I would just like to share that all this comes with a character and a place of humility. Humility is an inheritance that I received from my father. I'm very thankful. So even as I share these stories, I know that even in the spaces that I am, I have been called to serve. So Natasha is not one who stands and points fingers and directs. Natasha will be found with everybody else setting up tables. The second is an interior design project, my first Boaz, where I, I received a call and uh, someone actually recommended me to a client that was, is based in the US. And I get a call and say, it's a gentleman who'd like to connect with you. He has a penthouse and would like it set up, um, furnished from start to finish. So I thought, okay. Um, he said, you'll meet my brother. So I met his brother and his brother says, yeah, do you do these things? You do interior design? I said, yes, I do interior design. He says, okay, come, I'll show you the space. And I walk in and I look at this space. He says, he asked me a few questions. I think he wasn't sure. He said, ask me, I said, he says, okay, I'll get my brother to, to get in touch with you. So here I am and I begin to communicate with someone in the U.S., and uh, he started and he said, Natasha, I've heard about you. And there's always a point of reference to, oh, you, you are the daughter of, you are the daughter of. And I said, yes. So I said, yeah, I think I can trust you with this. So I said, so I need to have understanding of you as the client. What do you want? What's your style? And I flooded this this gentleman with, with emails, with pictures, with, and I, I realized, oh my gosh, I'm overwhelming him. But I really was trying to get a feel of what he wanted. Two weeks later, he said, um, Natasha, I'll be flying in on Saturday. I'm going to be there for three days. Let's walk around and see what you've, you've picked out for me. And let's, you know, we can, I'll give you some time. And I spent two wonderful days with this gentleman. We moved from, from Nina Interiors and then we moved and would look at furniture. And in all that he picked, he just picked three specific. He picked a set of sofas that quite honestly I wouldn't have picked, but I was thankful. This is what he wants. And then we picked um, just three items and the art. He's very, very, was very keen on um, having Ugandan art in his home. And then he said, all right, Natasha, I leave you. And I was challenged to put together this home, this, this penthouse for somebody out there of which I did in three months. This was a first, just to share and encourage everybody, this was out of a step I had taken for Boaz. 
Here is someone unknown to me, no connection, who comes in with a faith and trust in what I can do. And um, I set up this place. When I say set up, from the furniture, to the beddings, to the food in the fridge, to the detail, and to have this gentleman come and me hand him the key was affirming, was confirmation, was a blessing, was favor. And um, to even just extend it, this penthouse was featured in a magazine. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. You know, Tasha, I, I keep looking on the, at the online audience. You're not able to see what they're saying, but I am. And many of them are just talking about how your passion is. They can feel it in every, every word you say is filled with so much passion. You know, some of them feel like they want to come and just switch. Please don't do it to interior deco. It's, no, it's just, just passion, my friend. Skill, you know, she exudes passion for what she does. You know, many people are doing interior designs for survival, but it takes passion. Yeah, it's like for you, the, the satisfaction is just when you talk about this client and what you did for them and what you built. And it's like, oh my goodness, Tash. But as I was listening to you, I, um, I thought about two things as you spoke. That first of all, step out. Because your story has been one of just stepping out in faith and trying new things, property management, you know, trying out the... the, the, the do, do, how do you turn around a heads of state thing in an hour and set it up to the level that it should be and still, you know, be called? When they call you back, you know that you did a good job the first time and then that you give it everything, that you step out in faith and then you give it everything that you have. Leave blood on the dance floor. And, and you know, for those of you who are out there doing your work, are you giving everything like you, you give everything, you give it 150%, overwhelm the customer because for some of us, the customer is the one chasing um, the, the, the service provider, but that you're the one overwhelming the customer with your passion and excellence. And for me, one last question before uh, we have Pastor Chris Kawesa join us is what's the future like? What do you see, Tash? What, take us a little bit into what you see for Boaz, for Tash, the dream in your heart moving forward. Um, like you said, Tash's story is one of purpose and one of transition. Those are the two areas that I believe that I have been set and I know and then I know and I know. I am now, I am, I too am also a believer of times and seasons. I am at a season where, uh, God is calling me to pour myself out. Yes. I have been asking myself that question and um, God threw something amazing into my laps. Uh, pastor B3 is not only my pastor, she's my coach. And uh, with her, I have begun to appreciate and see that I am made for more. Yes. And uh, through the mastermind, it's been... Um, quite, quite, um, <laughs> it, it's been quite a shake-up. It stretches you. I would encourage everybody to do this mastermind. I'm not just saying. I'm not just saying. And um, 
the more that I, I, I sit with you, um, Pastor B3, and the more that you take us through the, the coaching and the mastermind, I believe that we all find our place. We, we had a little sermon behind while we're together. But you find a place where you are filled to capacity. You are filled, and that is the way I feel about myself. I'm full of so much. Yes. So much that I can give and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of fumbling. So how can I do that? Because there's a young lady who comes to me and says, can, I, can you mentor me? Can I work with you? Can I move with you? And then I have some young ladies who come to my home and say, Tash, can you show us how to put our homes together? And I find, how can I put this together? How can I do that? Um, I know that it will take stretching. I am one too who has weaknesses of which I am learning that I have to get out of my comfort zone. And to get out of my comfort zone means to push, to, to see and just hear the calling and the beckoning of the Holy Spirit. Tash, you're going to have to step out of this. And I see myself sharing on a platform, on many platforms, I look around and I see I can share on transition. I have been through all kinds of transition. And I know that there are a lot of young people who need to make that decision, to step out, to make a decision. I see a lot of young ladies coming up and young men saying, we're creatives, not only interior design, but just generally creatives. How can I create a platform for that? And I see which is the most and first most of my heart. Before all things, I'm a nurturer, I'm a mother, I'm a homemaker. I would love to touch every home around me and see that we have homes too of excellence. If I can do that, then yes. Tash, yes. look, yes. if you've been to Tash's home, huh? it's a, a piece of heaven. It's a little, and every home that you've been to, by the way, it doesn't matter. If it, it, it did not matter. Every home that you've been to, and it's always beautiful and different. And so that's from the heart. So the future is just pouring out, pouring out, pouring out. I believe Tash, so. thank you for indulging me. And now help me welcome Chris Kowesa, the leader of Business Garage, here at Worship Harvest as he wraps things up. <laughs> thank you, Pastor B3. Uh, Tash. Boaz, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a pleasure to have you. But most of all, I don't know if I have anything to ask you, but I've learned a lot. I've picked out a lot, having known your story. First of all, uh, most of the people in the audience don't appreciate the companies where you worked. They don't know them. Uh, MTN Public Home, Pager, Mango, you know? So I will not ask you your age, but you've looked after yourself. <laughs> You have definitely looked after yourself. Uh, Bitri said, when you go to Tash's home, it's a piece of heaven. Indeed it is. Yeah? Uh, there's a scripture that says, uh, it's Proverbs 22, 29. It reads, Do you see a man who excels in his work? Yes. He will stand before kings. He will not stand before unknown men. Yes. Now some of you, I will say some of us, Tash has not been to our home because <laughs> she serves kings. I know the places, when she talks about her customer list. Ouch! It's amazing. 
uh, you serve presidents, people fly you out to go yeah. and do their homes and, and weddings and all those things. So you've served so well. I've picked out two things from your journey, purpose and passion. You talk about purpose a lot. Yes. And uh, you meandered, you wanted to go to the disco on weekends, but God still brought you back. So you, you kept the passion of who you are, you discovered what you are, and, and, and you served purposeful in the spaces that God allowed you to be in that space. You did not say, you know what, I'm an interior person, I will not pro manage properties. And because I know your story, you served kings, and also you got a lot of attributes from them. Yes. Yeah. Now, like I said, I don't know if I have any questions for you, but I'm going to state some of the things I've picked out. Yes. Yeah. Then your model of business is linear. You don't have so many employees, but you employ companies, from what I know. Yes. You employ all the big companies in this country concerning furniture, uh, artifacts and things like that. You have embodied partnerships very well. You get work and you bring on partners. You don't do everything. You focus on what you're strong at. Yeah. So for me, that's a beautiful business story because sometimes you want to do everything. Yeah. You want to do everything in the business. Well, and which is not our strength. You've seen your strengths. You've aligned, and then you brought in partners. Uh, I know you sometimes believe to yourself, I don't employ many people, but you're employing people. You're indirectly employing lots of people out there. If your business was not there, other companies probably wouldn't have work. So your story is a bit unique and beautiful, and it's very, very purposeful. So thank you. Maybe let me ask. I know one of the difficult things for you is to pass on your skill because it's not something you can teach. How do you deal with that? Yeah, very good question. And I think that is the space and the place now that I'm beginning to ask myself, how do I do this? So I thank, I am one of those who's benefited from the lockdown and the COVID season. For a lot of us, it's turned us upside down. I'll be honest with you. Earlier I thought, wow, after this season, who is going to have the need and even the resources to be wanting to better up their places? People have other priorities and um, the Lord placed something in my hand something else I never would have thought I would find interest in but I am doing now and it is a course on course creation wow. so with course creation I am then now seeing and understanding how I can pick these areas that I've been sharing with you of strength and make them and be able then to teach. But I'll share something with you, Chris. Because what I have in my hand is a gift. This is a gift. It is not something I learned. I treasure it. I hold it. I must be a steward of it. I believe that just even as I walk with who I walk with, there is some form of impartation, Chris. They are learning. They are picking. It is being passed on. I see it. But now I can extend myself for the next season and say, Tash, all right, we're going to even create. I have a partner, another interior designer at my level, very skilled, who is in a place where she's saying, Tash, we, everybody's now looking at us. Everyone's looking at us. So what do we do? 
shall we start an institution? Shall we start something? Yes. So, yes. Yes. Thank you. Awesome. Uh, we've had so many people in Business Garage and they've talked about something you've also mentioned, coaching. A person with your skill and your type of customers, one would think, why do you need to be coached? So just tell some business people, help us as business people, tell us what have you benefited from the coaching that you're going through with other people? All right. Um, from the coaching, one of the two things that I have picked and I find and I have learned is that no man gets to the end and reaches their ability. Absolutely not. And so for me, it has humbled me because I know that I do not know it all. I still need, even at my age and where I am, to have mentors in my life. And secondly, one of the key things that I would share with everybody is to have a teachable spirit. Yeah. Because if you can sit and come and sit on this platform or anywhere and accept and share with others your weaknesses, are you able then to open yourself to receive? I am surrounded by a lot of young adults. My children are adults. I have children between, my youngest is 23. I have a 30-year-old son and a 35-year-old daughter. Now, they are the ones who keep me in place at home because when I see where these you young people are, um, there's so much to learn. It's very humbling. It's very humbling. So to surround yourself with people that you can learn. I read something the other day and one of my friends laughed and said, Tash, is that possible? I said, yes. Find yourself at my age. Find yourself a 20-something mentor. Find yourself a 20-something mentor. And I believe that that's part of evolving and growing and part of being teachable. So for me, that's what it is. That's awesome. It is. Thank you so yes. much, Natasha. Yes. Wow. Come on, studio audience. Tash, there's so much online. People are just testifying about you, mostly. I've been looking for questions, but people are just you know, pouring out and saying, we know this lady, she's amazing. And so you have such a good testimony out there and people love you. But thank you for sharing with us your journey, your passion, your humility just comes through so powerfully. And, and, and friends, if you're watching us right now and you've never made the decision to make Jesus Lord of your life, we would like to give you an opportunity right now, right this moment. I just want you wherever you are as a sign of that inward commitment to just put your hand up where you are. Put your hand up. No one needs to see you. It's God who needs to see you. And just repeat this very simple prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me. Today I declare that you are Lord of my life. Take my life and do something with it. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, we know according to the word of God that you are born again and would like to help you walk that journey and make sense of what 
has happened. There'll be a number running on your screen right now. Please call that number, send a message, and, or even right, right now on our social media platforms. We'd like to connect with you and walk with you. Let me tell you the truth is that without Jesus, all this is nothing. It makes no sense. Eternity is what matters the most and it's what drives us to excel, to move, that we may appear before our Lord and be told, well done, good and faithful servant. Thank you again for joining us for another session of Business Garage Rebuilding Businesses. We will be back with another one next Sunday. It will be the second last. You don't want to miss it. It will be very powerful. And of course, in a few minutes, we'll be having our children's garage. So get the kids ready around the screens. And at 10 o'clock, we look forward to having you for another powerful session of our main garage in the series, Make It Count. See you later. Thank you for joining us. God bless. I can hear the sound of a new generation. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.